Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for July 14th, 2021. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com and my other podcast, The Big Topic of Women in Women's MMA. We're going to do another one with Schwan Humes tomorrow. Um, I want to start with WWE. Um, you know, they're leading up to Money in the Bank and, and they've been doing, you know, for the most part, time wasters. With Asuka, they did another one on Monday um, with um, uh, Nikki Ash, um, uh, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka, okay? And so earlier in the show, Alexa Bliss did her Playhouse, or whatever the hell it's called, with Eva Marie and Dewdrop, and that didn't go particularly well. So during this match, Eva Marie and Dewdrop came out. And Dewdrop threw Alexa over the barrier. Okay, and then they went to look to see where she was. She was gone. So they're doing, this is the kind of Michigash that they're doing here, right? And so once Alexa was out of the match, then the, the match itself was actually a lot better. But, you know, the thing that, as I always say, the thing that will, will kill the WWE if they don't stop doing it is 50 50 booking. This is not, you know, giving awards to everybody, you know. 50-50 booking doesn't work, okay. They know it doesn't work, but they do it anyway. And that's what they did here because Nikki took a fall last week. They had her uh, get a roll-up on Asuka. It's interesting to note that her main finisher right now is the Mahistro Cradle, which is basically a roll-up. So this is... This is a character who they're trying to portray as kind of a superhero, right? And yet, the only way she can win matches is by roll-ups. You know, it's just it's just so lunk-headed, you know? And um, I just, I get a little tired of the 50-50 booking. I, I really wish they would stop doing it and, uh, you know, do something a little different, right? Uh, now, also on last night's uh, NXT, we had the return of Sare. Um, she challenged um, uh, Tony Storm to a match, but Tony wouldn't do it. So instead, they had her uh, wrestling uh, Gigi Dolan. Now, Gigi used to be known as Priscilla Kelly in uh, Indies, and she had what I would describe as a trashy image. And it, I mean, they've kind of changed her hair given her a new name and put a fresh coat of paint on her, but she still looks kind of trashy to me. But, um, you know, she was in the 2018 um, May Young Classic, and she was terrible. So, and you know, I'm not sure what changed. My guess is that she was recommended by um, former uh, Evolve owner uh, Gabe Sapolsky, and he is now working uh, at NXT. Okay? So... I mean, she's she's nothing special as a wrestler. Um, with Sari, what the, with Sari, what they're doing is they're um, uh, trying to improve her entrance, and they, I wouldn't be surprised if they give her new music. They had her be a little more lively coming to the ring, like previously she was just walking to the ring, but they had her be a little more lively in the ring. She's great because she can do everything that needs to be done in a, in a ring. And, uh, you know, she won the match fairly handily. Now, during the match, okay, Mandy Rose came out to the um, entranceway and 
you know, they they saw her there and they go, what's she doing here? Because, of course, she's been on Raw, right? So the story is that apparently Mandy Rose is going coming is coming to NXT in exchange for Aaliyah going to Raw. Aaliyah's been with the WWE since 2015. She's from Toronto. You know, she's of um, Middle Eastern descent. I mean, they obviously would like to have her on the main roster for the Saudi Arabia shows, right? So she um, she trained at Square Circle Training Center uh, right here in Toronto. Uh, among those who have trained there are Gail Kim and Taylor Wilde. So she's a pretty good... She's actually a pretty good wrestler, though, for on NXT, she's mostly been a jobber, and on this latest um, on this latest um, uh, show, the last night's show, they had a match where she was teaming with Jesse Kamea, and they lost to Casey Catanzaro and um, Caden Carter. And after the match, Aaliyah beat the crap out of Robert Stone. Okay, so she's moving up apparently to Raw. Um, Mandy is moving down to NXT. Some people, I don't think people really know what the heck they're talking about. So I tend to ignore it all, but I, I'm seeing a lot of speculation about this. You know, with them going back on the road, it's entirely possible that Mandy wanted to go down to NXT and train to be better down there. If she's on the road on house shows all the time, she can't really do that. She can probably get more time in training if she goes back to NXT, she really does need to improve, okay? You can't just be a hot blonde anymore. It doesn't work that way. As far as Aaliyah, just because she does jobs all the time on NXT doesn't mean she's not a good wrestler. It just means that she does jobs all the time, okay? And she may still do that at, on Raw. But the point is, apparently, look, she's attractive. Apparently, she's very nice. So they like her. So they want to give her you know, they'll give her a shot at Raw. I don't know what they're going to do with them. Either, I don't know what they're going to do with either of them, okay? But, you know, instead of speculating wildly about stuff and people don't know what the hell they're talking about, I'm just going to wait and see what they do with them, all right? Anyway, to finish up with this match that was on last night, it was a pretty short match. Uh, sorry, uh, won pretty easily with the finisher she's been using, kind of a suplex type move. And um, I think the second, if you watch the match, the video on my blog, I think the second drop kick may have uh, knocked Gigi Loopy. But uh, yeah, that's the way it goes sometimes. So anyways, both of those matches are up on my blog. Tomorrow on NXT UK, um, Mako Satamura will be defending her title against, uh, I can't remember the name of the girl, she's from France or something, Alame or whatever the hell her name is, but uh, I'll have a look at that and see how that goes. Uh, I expect um, um, I expect Mako to win, but I, I would not be surprised to see um, uh, B. Priestley's new character come out and challenge her, okay? All right, let's go to um, the UFC and we had two uh, fights on Saturday's UFC show. The uh, first one was um, um, Irene Aldana beat uh, uh, Yana Kunitskaya by first round TKO. And uh, that is at uh, 
bantamweight. And basically what it came down to is uh, Irene was able to knock uh, Yana down and then she went down and she... I was a little concerned that she was going to let her off the hook, okay, and, and let her out of it, but she didn't do that. She did, uh, d she did uh, finish her off, finish her off, and, you know, props to her for finishing her off. Um, I wasn't particularly surprised by that. It doesn't make me think that Irene can beat Amanda Nunez, okay, and I don't believe she's getting a title shot, okay. Possible opponents include... Um, Jermaine Durandamy, Aspen Ladd, and one other person that we're going to talk about in a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds here. So the other fight on this show was at flyweight. It was um, um, Jennifer Maya versus um, Jessica I, and Jennifer won by um, um, unanimous decision. They're both former flyweight contenders, but they're, I don't think either of them is really very good. The fight, the thing I was concerned about when I talked about this fight last week is that it would be awful. And it would just be, and the problem I have with that is when the fight is really, really boring or bad or whatever you want to call it, it turns off fans. Okay? Fans will say, oh, I don't want to watch any more women's matches. I see this all the time. It's not un as unusual as you think. And this fight was just plain awful. I mean, you've got two fights. Okay, Jennifer is from Curitiba, Brazil. She trains at shoot box. She's mainly a boxer, but she has no power. She, she, I don't think she's ever knocked anybody out, right? Uh, Jessica, originally from Cleveland, she now lives in Las Vegas. She has a new coach. She's training with Kit Cope. What, you don't remember Kit Cope? Former kickboxer, his claim to fame is he was once engaged to Gina Carano. <laughs> Anyways, I don't think he's uh, coaching for a gym. I believe he has his own uh, gym. So the, the, the thing I've always noticed about Jessica is this. She doesn't listen to her coaches, and that gets her into trouble. Now, in this fight, I can't honestly say she got into trouble. I don't think either fighter was particularly effective. And again, I you know I always talk about nine nine rounds and that sort of thing, and um, you know for me a nine nine round sends a message. The message is you both sucked, okay? But you know judges don't do that, and that's fine. So I had no problem with with Jennifer winning the fight. I just didn't think either of them did enough to win the fight, okay? And the one notable thing in that fight is Jessica suffered this big cut in the middle of her forehead. That was a clash of heads, so an accidental clash of heads, so it didn't even count. Okay? So it was a terrible fight. Just awful, awful, awful. We're going to talk about this a little more on tomorrow's show. Um, that's really all I have to say about it. You know, it just sucked. Okay. Now, uh, um, there is a, a, a title fight on the Bellator show, but I'm going to talk about that. Only on only tomorrow. I don't going to talk about that now. On Saturday's UFC show, we have two women's fights on the show. The first one has the return of Misha Tate uh, versus um, Marion Renault. And that Marion, it's for Marion, it's her retirement fight. So, as we all know, Misha Tate is a former bantamweight title contender, uh, title champ, I should say, to, former bantamweight champ. I forgot about that. 
And she retired in 2016 after losing to um, Amanda Nunez. And uh, I th people have asked me, like, why does she retire? And I think it, there, she was not very happy in her personal life at the time. And, um, uh, you know, she, we all know she had a boyfriend at the time who was a UFC fighter. They knew each other long before the UFC because they met in college. And, um, you know, she wasn't getting along with him at the time. And eventually they split up. And then she took a job in Singapore with um, one championship. Um, and she actually met, they're not married, they might as well be common law, but she actually met her new guy uh, there because he fought for one championship in 2019. His name is Johnny Nunez. And um, he's not a, really somebody who would be known to most folks. He um, did try to get into the UFC a couple of times through the Ultimate Fighter, but didn't make it. And um, like I said, the fight that um, she must have met him at the time at 2019, that's his most recent fight. So it could be he's not fighting anymore. Uh, he's helping her, which I think is a good idea. Okay, so now she, they, they have two kids, by the way. And so now she's returning. And I think she's, she's really happy in her personal life right now. And that, I think, makes a big difference. Can she still fight? Well, you know what? I've been watching some of her videos. She's been doing some training videos uh, on YouTube. You can check them out for yourself. And she's fighting with the same... She's training with the same people she trained with before at Extreme Couture. So uh, she's not doing anything different. To me, she still looks great. Okay? She has a high fight IQ. So that helps her too. I mean, it would seem to me that with a couple of... With a couple of... Uh, fights uh, she could just as easily get a title shot now do i think she can beat amanda nunez yeah i don't know but she might make a good next opponent for irene aldana that's a possibility so i'm expecting misha to win the fight uh but um we'll have to wait and see where they go from there but uh, i mean she probably retired uh a, a little early like she was 28 at the time she's now um uh, 34. And so as long as she's in shape, you know, she's still pretty good. She's still pretty good. Okay. The other uh, uh, women's fight on this show is at strawweight. It is Amanda Limos versus um, Montserrat Ruiz. And um, Amanda is from Para, Brazil. Uh, she trains with um, uh, the Alcantara brothers. Uh, one of them, Yuri Alcantara, is a, a UFC fighter, okay? So what happened with her is when she first came to the UFC, she got suspended for, uh, it turned, I guess it was a tainted supplement or something like that. But since she's returned at strawweight, she's gone 3-0, and okay? So she looked pretty good so far. Um, I'm not sure Montserrat is any better than the fighter she's already beaten. Uh, Montserrat is... Uh, from Mexico, but she trains in California, uh, among other at a couple of places, 10th Planet in Los Angeles, and also um, uh, MMA Kings in Huntington Beach. And uh, she won. Uh, she was in Invicta before she came to uh, the UFC. She was one and one in Invicta, and she won her UFC debut. I think it was over Cheyenne Buys. Um, as I said, it's a little early to tell uh, how if she's good or how good she is or anything like that. Um, maybe Schwann has a better idea, um, but I would say Amanda 
is probably going to win this fight. I think she's the better of the two fighters. Okay. Anyways, that's about it for today. Again, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. I have uh, videos from last week's UFC show and also uh, WWE videos up on my blog. Uh, also, my other podcast, the Big Topic in Women's MMA, we're going to do one tomorrow uh, with Schwan Humes. Uh, if you have any questions or comments for my blog or my podcast, you can leave them in Anchor's voicemail. And if, we, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.